Okay. Okay. Tell me when it's time. Whenever. <laughs> I'm real nervous. Okay. Okay. We got. We got. Hey guys. Hey guys. We got CC on first. We got Andy on second. We got Audrey on third. We got Justin at the bat. And we're about to hit a home run. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Whew, man, I'm glad you got done. through that. That was the worst thing I've ever done. Um, oh for those God. of you who, who didn't understand anything she just said, welcome to the rotation. <laughs> oh my God, that was honestly the worst thing I've ever done. And you let that happen. You've intro the show plenty of times before, which is why I'm like, what is happening right now? <laughs> I was trying to be like a cool, fun girl. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey guys, we're just two fun girls introing in the rotation with Cece and Andy. That's better. It's better. It's still dumb. I'm aware. I'm fully aware. Let's just get out of this whole section, segment, beginning section. I'm feeling weird now. No, it was good. You guys tell Andy it was good. <laughs> we got dumbass on first. We got dumbass on second. We have dumbass on third. <laughs> I'm done. Anyway, how are you doing, Cece? I'm quite well. I'm well. I'm well. Um, you know, it's where we we're still at. Summer's in full spring. Summer's in <laughs> summer. Full summer. Summer's in full. God, summer. what is happening to us right now? <laughs> summer's in full winter. What is happening? I don't Are we know. okay? I don't think so. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, weird energy going on. Weird energy is um Mercury and Gatorade. Mercury is in Mike's Hard Lemonade, so <laughs> that could be the reason. It must be my like check engine light went on last night, and it freaked me out. And then, um, are you sure that's Mercury, or you just need to service your vehicle? Like, <laughs> <laughs> dude, like I was. My car was like acting up like a couple weeks ago, and then I had gone like a couple thousand miles over for my check, my oil change or whatever. And all of my coworkers were yelling at me because my car didn't start, and they're like, "It's because you were low on oil." And I was like, "No, because there's an oil light." And they're like, "That's like an emergency oil light. Do not wait." And then I got it fixed. Man, we know nothing about cars. Owning cars are just too much work. I think I would have done the same thing, but like, no, the light's not on. So that's not it. I literally told them, I don't even take myself to the doctor or the dentist. Why would I take better care of my car? I think I take better car than I do better. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Literally reel it in. Are reel we it in. okay? <laughs> we got to move on. We got to move on. <laughs> Let's talk about. The Little Mermaid. Let's talk about her. Okay. Little Mermaid, stop it. We're not going to get through this if you keep making jokes. Okay, I'm sorry. It wasn't a joke. It's just who I am today. All right. So, Disney announced that Halle Bailey, not Halle, I want to say Halle Berry every time <laughs> I say her name. I know. It's the most ridiculous. It's like... Uh, Donald Glover and uh, Danny Glover. Fuck me yeah, up. yeah. But Hallie Bailey was announced that she will be playing Ariel in the Little Mermaid's live-action remake, which is interesting. I want to see how it's going to look. I'm not a big fan of the live-action remakes, and the only one that I think I'm going to go pay to see is Lion King because Beyonce. So I, exactly. I'm like obligated, you know. Um, but it's going to be interesting to see what it looks like because I saw Aquaman when I was on vacation on the plane ride back. And I was like, oh, this is what an underwater movie looks like. So I don't know. Yeah. And I think like whenever mermaids are in real life, they're not cute. Right. They're kind of scary. Right. Or am I yeah. That up? Like they're just like half fish, half person. I just wonder what, like, it's going to look like. I'm really excited that she's, like, Ariel's black and, like, this is happening. But I'm just like, what's this going to look like? 
I think she'll look fine, but you know what's going to look weird is, like, are they going to have, like, real crabs talking to her and, like, a real fish? Right. Well, apparently, Jacob Tremblay is supposed to play Flounder, and then Aquafina is rumored to play Scuttle, which is the seagull, right? Yeah, but then it'll be, like, a seagull, like, a real-life seagull talking to her through Aquafina's voice. But I think we'll know how successful it may be after we see Lion King. Yeah, but here's the thing. Lion King is all on land. So, like, all of these land animals, it makes sense to, like, visually... they're talking to, the, to each no, other? No, it doesn't make sense that they're all talking. <laughs> but, like, visually, like, you know, it what looks What is your problem fine. with the ocean? I love the ocean. I'm just saying, is the fish going to talk? And is it going to look... Like, how is it going to look? You have a thing against fish. I think it's as absurd as lions talking to each other. Um, let's pump the brakes. <laughs> no. Okay. Why? You know what they should do? They should have the fish talk through, uh, how do dolphins communicate? Sonar or whatever it's called. You know? So the whole movie, it's like them silently talking to her and then it's just subtitles. Oh, yes. That's art. No. no. This how is just art sing? house, this whole thing. How are they going to sing? It'll just be are like they gonna sonar sing? singing. Yes. Don't the fish sing? Who? I mean, yeah. See, I'm wondering. Here's the thing, though. I feel like Disney's gonna try to pull one over our heads and be like, "Hey, there's no singing, but like, here's the soundtrack in the background while the no, characters are doing this." That they're the gonna third. sing. They're gonna sing. They're gonna sing. Are you sure? There will be singing. There will be singing, but will it be singing on screen or will it be the soundtrack when the characters are just doing that? Shit, because now that I think about it, it'll be really weird in The Lion King for Beyonce and um, Donald Glover to sing as lions. But what I mean, do they in The Jungle Book? In The Jungle Book, doesn't that big-ass bear dance and sing? You know, I cannot remember The Jungle Book. It feels like a fever dream. I didn't see it, but I've seen, like, clips of, like, the making of it, and I'm pretty sure the bear dances and sings. I, the only time I saw it was when I was getting my nails done, and they were playing it, and I was like, what is this movie? You're going to see a fucking crab singing and shaking its ass, and that's what you're going to see. If I don't get Ariel when she's in her little trove of, you know, her thingamabobs that she's got 20... And she spins up and around and goes through it and all that. And she is not singing on screen. I'm going to be upset. She is going to be singing. Why would they, why would they hire, cast a singer to play the role? I mean, that just makes sense. Yes, because she has pipes and she's going to fucking sing. That's not the point here. The point is, are they going to show the singing on screen? They're going to show her fucking, I'm letting you know here and now that they are. Just because I feel like they are. I think we're thinking too hard about this. I think we are thinking way too hard about it, but I just feel like a lot of that movie is like singing. And so you're going to see her sing. I'm excited. I mean, I'm going to have to pay to watch it because racists are pissed off. So now I'm going to have to like go see it. Yeah. Disney is somehow tricking us into seeing all of their live action movies. (laughs) I know. They're like, hey, you want Beyonce? Here you go. Please come see our movie. See Little Mermaid and I have to see Mulan. I have to see them all. You know what I'm excited about? People are saying about Mulan. Moving on. People are saying Mulan. And they're like, oh, where's Mushu? Blah, blah, blah. But it's like, you realize Mulan was a real person. And like, as much as I love the original Mulan Disney movie, like, it's not necessarily accurate. Also, like, Mushu's pretty much a caricature. So it's pretty offensive. Yeah, I mean, I was, like, kind of bummed about the music, and then I read a bunch of things on Twitter, and I was like, oh, wow, this is was a highly offensive movie that no one, <laughs> uh, a lot of people of, like, Chinese descent and in China, like, they just didn't like it, because it was just, like, uh, just, like, kind of, like, a mockery of, like, this um, story and of their, like, heritage and religion and culture, and I was like, oh, shit, yeah, just take out the music and take out fucking Mushu. <laughs> yeah. And this Mulan doesn't feel like it's like a live action remake. It just feels like it's adapted from the story of Mulan. You know what I mean? Wow. You like know how to say things so well. Thank you. Thank you. Also, the cinematography looks great. 
Yeah, the cinematography looks great. It looks like it's going to be like an intense fucking movie, which I'm excited to see. Um, and I'm excited to see her like kick some fucking ass. Me too. Also, Milan has a sister. I don't remember. At all. <laughs> I, no, does she? No, I don't know. Does she? I don't know. I don't know. In the trailer, there was an extra girl there at the table. Did they say with sister? her family? No, Did but it was a young looking girl. And I was like, well, that ain't the grandma. Way to make assumptions. Her s- grandmother looks <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to be, this is going to be like a Disney filled. Are they all coming out? No, I almost said something dumb. I was like, this is coming out in the summer, but the Little Mermaid just got cast, right? Yeah. And Melissa McCarthy is supposed to play Ursula. What do you feel about that? Um... Now that um, someone made a tweet where they were like, oh, it makes sense why Melissa McCarthy is Ursula because only a white woman would want to steal a black woman's voice. Oh. And I was like, yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense now. Okay. Um, I, I, I like Melissa McCarthy. So I'm interested to see how she's going to take on this role. Yeah. I mean, I think this will be like a cool thing to see because if she I feel like she's gonna I don't know I think she's chill I don't think she's the best actress but I think like playing like a Disney character is kind of like theater you have to be like really dramatic so it'll be cool to see if she does well yeah though I wouldn't have minded to see like T.S. Madison or some drag queen play Ursula but Disney wouldn't give us that much ideal that would have been so ideal like bob the drag queen i would have oh yes <laughs> but also lizzo like they were like lizzo really trying to get that role yeah yeah lizzo like, would be great like lizzo cut it out have one of your friends pay to tweet that role uh tweet that tweet you can't tweet it yourself also lizzo oh my god i'm so proud of her she's doing great you know we support Lizzo hive right here we support her yeah She's doing so well. I cannot wait till she has a private jet of her own. Oh, yeah. Maybe she'll let us ride in it. How do we become friends with Lizzo? Someone let us know. Okay, look at me. I She will not let us ride in it until we are really good at shaking our asses. You say that like we're not. <laughs> Maybe you are, but I need some practice. Have faith in yourself. Fucking Instagram stories are just, it's just content. It's just nice asses twerking and like it's all of her friends and they all have the greatest bodies and they're all so good at dancing and it's just motivation you know i'm shy so i'll just hold the camera and record you guys do that have you ever watched any of her parties you're gonna be in your underwear and you're gonna be shaking your ass probably (laughs) because she'll just give me the confidence you know she will like she's like everyone's hype man and her own yes so is their own hype man and that's what i love about her me too oh my gosh okay well i'm excited but i'm not excited for disney we'll see how it goes i don't i didn't see the jungle book so i don't know about live action the jungle book i think is my least favorite live action also it's the only one wait what other live actions are there are there live action what is live action wait is it weird hey what if i suggest something what what if in the little mermaid all of the human characters are human and then all of the cartoon characters are cartoon I'm sorry, is this Who Framed Roger Rabbit? What are you talking about? (laughs) Innovation, people. This is, I'm onto something and I'm going to write Disney. Okay, okay. So live action movies, live action movies. Listen, we got The Jungle Book. We got Dumbo. Oh, I never saw that. I never saw it either. We got Aladdin. Didn't want to see that one. We got, uh, we got, we got Beauty and the Beast. Um, didn't they do Cinderella? Okay, but those ones are different because they're, like, aren't those mainly human characters? Yeah, they're all human characters. What are you saying? So, like, I'm just saying, like, these other, these, like, Little Mermaid and The Lion King are, like, a lot of, like, animals, so it's just gonna be weird. Because I'm looking at pictures of Dumbo, and this motherfucker looks crazy. (laughs) His eyes... Like, there's something not okay with him. 
Did the animals talk? The animals talked in the Jungle Book. Their like mouths moved, right? Yeah, and I think it was kind of scary because it's a big ass bear and a kid. That's weird. We're gonna see how the Lion King goes because I think this is our full like no human story. But I think that's gonna work because there's no humans. Little Mermaid has like a little bit more tension because you have to have like the humans looking real with the animals. But I think um, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. I wonder who's going to play Prince Eric. And you know what? I saw a tweet and it's so sad that he just recently passed away that Cameron Boyce to play Prince Eric. And I was like, that would have been perfect. And then he passed away this weekend, which is really sad. Hey, no, anything. <sighs> who's Cameron Boyce? Um, he was on Disney. He was on that show, Jesse. And then I think he did the show, The Descendants. And I only know this because we've been running his story at work. Um, oh, so cute. Yeah. And he's half black and he's Jewish would have been pissed people off even more, which would give me more reason to go see the movie. Oh, he's so young. I know. Only 20 years old. You really oh, gotta... Baby. I know, I know. It's really sad. Seemed like the oh. sweetest kid. <sighs> sorry to please uh, turn this around. Segue to anything else. <laughs> sorry to rain on everyone's parade. I'm sorry. Um, Prince Eric. Okay, and then other people were suggesting that Michael B. Jordan play Prince Eric, and I was like, at his big age? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, out of here, fucking old. No way. Ariel's like 16 years old. Okay, yeah, that's, that's gross. No way. At his big age, everyone needs to calm down. Um, yeah, I don't even know like who I would cast. I don't know any kid. <laughs> oh, you know who would be great? That kid from Moonlight. Um, who played young Kevin? Jarell. Teenage Kevin? Yes, Jarell Jerome. Actually, I did think of, I did honestly think of Jarell. But he's like, oh my God. It would just be like NS. FW like he's so hot like I couldn't I couldn't watch like that as an adult like no no would Disney give us that many black people in one remake I don't think so they're like you have the Lion King calm down no Hmm. they've already given us the Lion King they wouldn't do that yeah they wouldn't do that because they also gave us Ariel yeah they're like this was enough and Mulan is coming out so everyone else in the movie is going to be white in in Little Mermaid Ah, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see, but I'm excited to see it. And I'm really happy that Halle Bailey and not Halle Berry is going to be playing Ariel. (laughs) I think I saw a bunch of tweets where people thought Halle Berry was going to (laughs) be playing Ariel. And they're like, what the fuck? (laughs) It's like, you just reread the sentence, please. Like, what the fuck? Also, where's Halle Berry been? She just did John Wick 3. Okay. I'm, where's Holly Berry? <laughs> <laughs> that check cash, and she was like, goodbye. Fucking <laughs> John Wick 3. Oh, you couldn't pay me. You couldn't pay me to watch it. You haven't even seen any of them. Remember I explained the whole plot to you? Yeah, but you couldn't pay me to watch them. I'm not going to watch them. Can I pay you to watch them? How many? How much? <laughs> <laughs> How many? Um... <laughs> but you know what you could pay me to watch. What? Stranger Things. All right. Okay. Okay. (laughs) Let's talk about it. I promised Andy that I would keep it spoiler free because she has not finished the last episode. And for the sake of everyone listening, I will keep it spoiler free, which means I'm not going to say anything about it. Shut up. Okay. I think that (laughs) we're going to have mild spoilers, but not complete plot lines ruined. I think we should talk about how we feel about the development of certain characters and relationships and themes that are in this season, but maybe not go too deep into analyzing, but knowing us, we do always go deep. (laughs) So um, if you (laughs) haven't watched it yet and you don't want any type of spoilers, then I would stop here. Um, I'll timestamp this episode. So you guys can just like fast forward through that certain part. Um, But we will, I'm not going to give any spoilers for the season, but I'm going to tell you the storyline. Okay, thanks for yelling at us. Sorry. But can we take like a quick little break really quick? Yes. Okay. 
Want to keep in the rotation in your podcasting rotation? Well, you can hang out with us in past episodes. That's right. Every single episode available wherever you find your podcasts. So Stranger Things season three. Let's get into it. Um, <laughs> at the This isn't a spoiler. If you haven't seen season one through two, then maybe, yeah, you should stop it. But this is not a spoiler. Like I said, I'm going to keep it as spoiler-free as possible. But at the end of season two, we saw that that thing, which they dub the Mind Flayer, is over the city of Hawkins. And you're like, yo, what's going to happen next season? That thing's still there. And then basically, like, 11 it closed the gate at the end of season two. And you're like, oh, my gosh, she's so strong and powerful. <laughs> it starts off and you know the kids are a little bit older now are they on summer break do they go to school ever i don't know yeah it's fucking summer because it was four, there was like a fourth of july scene right or no oh right right right. yeah it's summer because they're yeah 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 yeah, yeah. but this season i feel like it focused a lot on like the character relationships you know mm-hmm. so you had mike and l you had max and l um Hopper and Joy's, Jonathan and Nancy. But uh, I don't know if I really enjoyed that. Um, I think at first I didn't enjoy it. And I loved all of like the subplot when it was like Steve and like the new chick and Dustin and Erica. Like they kind of were my fave storyline and group going moving forward. But I think it kind of paid off like the whole like Elle and Mike stuff near the end like I was like oh okay you got me this is really sweet and cute and like I'm falling for it but I think in the I wasn't that into it yeah it just seemed I don't know it just seemed like they focused too much on it considering like but then you have to think about it like the first and second season there was a lot of like action pack that focused on like the Demogorgon and like the Demodogs and everything that was happening with that so we didn't see like a lot of the character relationships because they were fighting these things in their city. But then at other times I was like, okay, this is too much dialogue. Can we just like cut to the good stuff? Oh no, I'm like a story person. So I really dug this season. Um, I liked Max and Elle's whole thing. Oh, I um, love that. It was so cute. It was like so good. I loved, um, I didn't really like the Joyce and um, Hopper thing wasn't working for me. Mm-mm. But almost every scene that Naomi, well, no, with Nona Ryder, I, I can't. She's like the worst actress I've ever seen. Are you? I, what? She just, I don't know if it's like she can't do any other facial. Maybe she's on Botox or something. Like, I don't know what's going on with her face. Why she always goes bug eyed and like she can't evoke any other, like she can't move her eyebrows and like to evoke emotion. Like, what are we doing here? Um, so I just felt like Hopper would just give us a a lot of shit and then Winona I'm like what I can't deal I can't deal but I can't I couldn't deal with her any season so it's no different you know for Hopper's storyline it didn't make sense the direction they took considering how much he like was involved in the first and second seasons like it felt like they kept him a bit static this season where it was just like okay is this all we get from him you know like has he not what has he learned? Has he, I don't know. I feel like they abandoned a lot of the, like they focus on the relationships between the characters so much because that's what people wanted to see maybe, but they didn't focus on the actual character storylines like Will's storyline this season. I hated it. And I was like, uh, he deserves better. Yeah, for sure. But I felt like I was Will most of the time. <laughs> like I was, <laughs> I was like, shut up about this fucking, like, this doesn't make any sense. And, like, I think they tried to use him as, like, the voice of reason, but it was just not, they didn't give him anything else beyond that. It was, like, only him touching his, like, head, like, they're near, or him complaining about them being in a relationship. I'm like, uh, you could have given him more, and I would have, I would have had no problem with the other things you gave him. This kid has been through so much. (laughs) I just want a little bit of happiness for him. And the whole time, everyone is just focused on, like, themselves. Yeah, and I felt like Lucas, they didn't really give Lucas much. They didn't. He was just sort of there as, like, comedic relief, I feel like. Yeah, but not even that often. It was, like, kind of, like, a bummer. Um, 
Like, I feel like he's been there for so long, but I really don't know much about Lucas. So I feel like no. we need a lot more character development with Lucas. And then um, Will, like, dropped off for sure like for sure this season. But I think they, they did that in exchange for, like, maybe giving us more screen time with other characters, which I was okay with, like Max and Erica. Um, and then Uma Thurman's daughter. I don't know her, <laughs> her name. Um, which she plays cool. the character Robin, right? Oh, yeah, 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 Robin, um, which was fine. But I'm like, Lucas has been here since the beginning. We need to give him more. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I don't know. And then for, okay, so, like, the characters, some of them were like, nah. Some of them were like, okay, whatever. But the storyline itself, I was just like, this is very redundant. Like, it just felt like it kept repeating itself. And I'm like, okay, we've seen this, these, like, like certain like plot points and these like um, situations in season ones and one and two. So I just, I don't know. It just, it felt like it was starting to repeat itself. Mm, I think I just don't remember much about season one. And I just remember season two, her being with those other people I didn't dig and being in like upside down or whatever. So I, I really enjoyed it, but I think it was only because I have a shitty memory and I don't remember anything else. So this is all fresh and new and stuff. Um, but back to like relationships, like just over Nancy and Jonathan. Oh yeah. I, I was feeling like, at first and now I'm like, no, thanks. I feel like Jonathan also like the actor, he looks like a really old man. <laughs> and so he's like, I don't know how old he's supposed to be playing, but it's like 0% realistic to me. I can't get hit. I can't handle him. I can't handle Winona. And yeah, I'm sorry. I can't. Whenever they had scenes together, I was like, why is this old man touching this young girl? Uh, I think he's like 20-something in real life. And yeah, on the show, he's I'm supposed sure to be like 18, is. 19. He just looks real fucked up. Well, I mean, he's been through a lot. His brother was in the Upside Down. True, except he doesn't even give a shit about him. He's just busy fucking Nancy and taking pictures. Like, no one knew where Will was like this whole fucking time. And you didn't give a shit. I feel like what they did was they had so many like groups of people separated off. Like they had the friends, the group of friends, but then they had like Dustin, Erica, um, Steve and Robin together. And then they had Nancy and Jonathan, and then they had Hopper and Joyce. And it was just too many moving parts. And no one knew what was going on the whole time, which it was like, don't these people see each other when they get home every day? Why is no one communicating? <laughs> but I think it's supposed to be like a really short span of time and no one has gone home. Like they mm. stay the night, they stay the night at the mall. They stay the night with the little like paranoid man. The others were, I don't know, remember where Nancy and whatever were, but I think this was like a really short amount of time. And I think the kids, weren't they like not staying at home and telling everyone they were at other people's houses? Yeah, which is like, I don't know, which is, I don't know. I liked this season. Don't get me wrong. I liked this season. Um, do I feel that if they do another season, will it just be too much? Yes. Are like, they what are they going to do, do next? Season? I don't know. Okay, so we haven't been confirmed yet. Um, season four has not been confirmed. If it is confirmed, I'm going to be like, you should just end the show. Yeah, I can I can see what you're saying. I can totally see what you're saying. But I really did enjoy the season and I kind of enjoyed the pairing. Just because our group is so big now, I just don't know what it would look like if everyone was together all at once the whole time. And it was fun to see like in within each group everyone take leadership, you know, and see Dustin and Erica kind of like take control of their shit and they're just like little kids and then see like L kind of like protect the other group and like see Mike kind of stick up for her and, um, and how that would have been played differently if like Hopper was there, you know, or, um, his mom or what Winona was there or whatever. Um, so it was cool to see some of that stuff and see some of those interactions and kind of see some of the characters grow up within the group independent of like the parents. But we saw that last season. What happened last season? Last season was with the Demodogs. 
And then Steve was with them most of the time, and he became like the dad of the group. And that's what. But this people... time, Steve wasn't the dad. This time, it was Dustin and Erica. I mean, basically, but they pretty much played up like the whole like dad Steve. They did thing. in the beginning, but then the second he got like high, he like couldn't function, and then he was being taken care of. Um, and I feel like also like kind of the voice of reason the whole time they were together was Erica, the whole time. Let me tell you something about Miss Erica. You cannot spell America without Erica. Okay. She is the cutest actress in like the whole world. I cannot handle her. If it was not for Erica, that whole nothing would have happened. You know what I mean? Yeah, she totally saved them. She saved their ass. Everything. I don't know. She's she's so cute. She's cute. She's smart. She understands capitalism. She gets it. She gets it, man. Oh, also, um, were you getting like a lot of like different movie like vibes? Like, I feel like that like the main guy, the main bad guy, was like the Terminator. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Um, I read this thing um, where someone was talking about like they were talking about the season, and they were like, Stranger Things this season pulls from a lot of like classic horror plots. Yeah. And that's what totally. I got from that guy. I was like, is this the Terminator? <laughs> Why is he so him. big and strong? Yeah, he was definitely the Terminator. At one point, he was, like, speaking in his, like, little Russian accent. And I was like, this is sounds a lot like the Schwarzenegger. Um, and then I felt like vibes of, like, E.T. when they were on the bike and she was wearing the red raincoat. And then I got vibes of it because it was, like, the yellow raincoat. And I was like, I'm getting so many fucking vibes. Yeah. Also, did you feel that there was a lot of product placement? Yes. Yeah, because well, sometimes it cook. got too overwhelming. <laughs> Wait, oh, I guess, I guess. But then as I was watching it, I was watching it with my mom, and she's like, oh, my God, like, Burger King was so big back then. Like, it just kind of become a thing. And I was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, I was, like, so big. And then the Slurpee thing, I was like, I loved, because <laughs> I just love Slurpees. Um, so I did think there was a lot of product placement, but I think they used it well, because I do think products and establishments kind of make up the time that you're in, you know, and especially the eighties, a lot of consumerism, a lot of like fast foods become really trendy and hot. Um, and I thought that was like kind of fun to see. Mm, I don't know. Nostalgia sells. And I'm like, what are they trying to, what are they trying to tell us here? Trying to get me to buy some Burger King? Feel like if I were, you know, like if there was a kid show these days, like what would be, like you would have to have like an in and out scene because we're in California and like, that's all kids can afford to eat. And then like, you know, like, I don't know. I thought it was, I thought it fit in to the the time and place. And I kind of like to see like what you would have been eating in the eighties because I wasn't there. I mean, it was almost the same as the nineties. Orange Julius was still around. But I think my mom was just like, that was such a big deal. And the Burger King was like just getting popular then. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, that's not even a thing really anymore. I mean, people eat it, but it's not like a thing. Remember there, did they have the chicken fries? Was that Burger King? I don't know. I never eat at Burger King. What? <laughs> um, and then, like, what was the new Coke thing? I was like, was Coke invented then? I was so confused. <laughs> no, I think that's when they changed the formula of Coke or something, right? I didn't know they changed Coke. I, I didn't know. I was so confused. I was like, tell me more. I need to know. I don't know, but now, since they did that, Coke is, like, selling the original can from the 80s. Oh, The okay. new Coke. Hmm. I wonder if it, if they, they probably did change the formula. Probably. Um, anyway. Yeah, I mean, I enjoyed this season. Like, uh, I just don't want to see, if it is renewed for another season, I just don't want to see the storyline become so redundant that we know what to expect. Um... But also maybe just in the show. It's a good show. I think the season ended on a good note. Like what happens the last episode kind of like solidifies a lot of things. So I think it would make sense to end the show now. Yeah. Also not, I don't know if this is a wild thing to say, but it makes me really uncomfortable to see these kids like get older and like do become teenagers and stuff. So I would like to like keep them as babies in my heart. Because when they were making out, I wanted to vomit. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I was like, 
I, I've seen, read a lot of articles about like Hopper and like his character and how terrible it was for him to try to like break up like L and Mike and stuff. But I'm like, Mike was being a bitch. I would have fully backhanded that kid. And like <laughs> when he gave like Hopper lip, I would have like flipped out on him and they shouldn't be making out. And they're lucky that he let him let them hang out in their room alone. Period. I agree. But maybe that's I, us being old people. No, but I think it's like a cultural thing too. Like my mom would never let a boy come over and stay in my room. What oh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The fact that like those kids were allowed to like chill in the room and how old are they? No fucking way. Um, but I did think like Hopper was a little bit more extreme this season, but I didn't think, I didn't feel any weirdness about him trying to break up Ellen Mike. I would have been the same thing. I would have been like, you know, you guys can't see each other. That's unhealthy to see each other every fucking day. Yeah, I agree. Well, wow. I'm you just need to finish the last episode and then tell me what you think. What, okay. What, what do you grade it? The last episode? Yeah. Um, like I said, the last episode solidifies a lot of things. It pulls together a lot of like loose strings. So I think they need to, it would be a good spot to end the series. So I give it a B plus. So you, so you think it's like good enough to just like done? Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to say? But there's a post credit scene, the last episode. And you're like, so what's next? I mean, you can still end the show here, but like, thanks for this, I guess. Did it get you intrigued at all or no? No, it actually annoyed me because I was like, see, but this is a mindset that it's like, you're, you are a human who has self-control and you want to preserve media and you want to preserve art. I'm the person who has no self-control. So I want you to give me as much Stranger Things as I can get. I enjoy watching it. I want to have as much as it can get, even if it tastes or like tastes shitty, <laughs> even if it is less shitty later on, you know, but you want to preserve the art. And so yeah. I think I am the opposite and I want as much as you can give me. No. And I think I keep saying this about all these like newer shows, like I said, with Pose last week. If you need to end the show to preserve a good story, do that, please. Look at me. I want it to be like Days of Our Lives. I want it to oh, be like God. Days of Anatomy. I want it to be as long, ER, whatever, as Law and Order, as long as you can make it. Swap out characters. I don't care. Put new kids in. Give it to me. No. <laughs> Just do a spinoff. Stranger Things 27. I cannot wait. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't want the Grey's Anatomy thing to happen with Stranger Things, please. I want, just give me, I want at least like two more seasons, but I want the kids to stay young so they have to start filming now. They can end the show. They can be like, we're not doing another season. I'd be like, all right. Look at me. Stop suggesting that. If you, when you watch the last episode, you'll be like, oh, okay. Maybe Cece's right. No, because then they can always just be like 10 months later. Ugh. <laughs> just watch the last episode. Why? Does everyone die? Like, what the fuck? So, um, we should probably move on. <laughs> no, I'm done with you. Wait, does everyone die? Yes, everyone dies, Andrea. Okay, stop giving me fucking lip. The whole time they were fighting, though, I kept thinking, like, Elle needs help. Like, so many times. And I'm like, her fucking... What happened to the other ones of hers? I don't know. They never like, see. They, there's like a lot of plot holes and everything, but even you don't really have to think about that if they just end the series now before it gets too messy. Four can be about them again, Ugh. and then we have season five back on. No, group. no, no, <laughs> no season five. And then season six will be Hopper and Joyce's new baby, and somehow it'll be. Um, a demogorgon and then they'll have to fight it and then Ooh. season seven will be steve and whoever's new baby and whatever i really can we need get, to watch can that we get last steve episode and nancy together steve and nancy together because i'm over jonathan i need you to watch that last episode and perhaps your opinions on all of this will change okay something so tragically happens or something so bad happens that i don't want the show to go on anymore no you're foolish all right 
So, I mean, that's all I have to say about Stranger Things. <laughs> you know you're spoiling hurting me. It. You're literally spoiling it. <laughs> I can literally not say another thing without spoiling the show. Okay. I'm just... Okay. Let me need to get off this topic then, because I'm dying. You're fucking killing me. You know what? Let's kill the mood some more and talk about the 2020 presidential race. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, can I say one more thing? What? Do you think Billy's hot? No. What? Okay, here's the thing. I used to think he was hot, and then someone pointed out, like, an asshole. They're like, he looks like the human version of Shrek. And I can't unsee it. What? I can't unsee it. What? Look up human version Shrek, then look up Billy Stranger Things. (gasps) Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't think you were right. Oh, my God. You can't unsee it. Oh, my God. (laughs) I guess I want the human version of Shrek to rearrange my gut. Oh, God. (laughs) I would pay big money to see this actor and Zac Efron have sex. We're moving on. We're moving on. (laughs) Okay, next, I guess. The 2020 presidential election, we've been covering it here and there, covering the candidates. Actually, as of yesterday, Representative Eric Stalwell actually dropped out of the race. And you're like, oh, okay, cool. People are dropping off. Like, this is great because now I don't have to read up on all these people and they're like, policy issues and all that but then it's rumored (laughs) that some billionaire dude named tom stayer is gonna enter the race can you is that allowed yeah i think that that? everyone announced really really early so i'm sure he can oh my god if he can do that this is crazy this just puts us back at 23 candidates back where i like it Oh, gosh. And then the is next... Is that Jordan? Jordan who? Is that like Michael Jordan's number or no? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. Um, do we talk sports on this podcast? I don't know. It was like a joke. You know, it's like back where I like it. You know, it's Jordan's number. Feels lucky. <laughs> um, you hate me. I hate Yeah, myself. because you like threw me off because we never speak sport. So I was just I'm like, sorry what? that I spoke a sport. I'm sorry. Like, I got the reference, and it's, like, witty, but we don't talk sport on here. Oh, I'm going to talk sport so hard next week. Get ready, baby. The only time we talked sport was when Fergie did the national anthem. Don't even test me, because I will talk sport right now. So stop. All right, all right. I'll stop. I'll did stop. you hear KD went to the Brooklyn whatever, and he denied. He did, left us because he wanted to be the star of the team. And then he was going to go to, like, the Knicks, but then went to Brooklyn and said. Kevin Durant? (laughs) (laughs) I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Also, Kawhi Leonard is, like, going to play for the Clippers. (laughs) (laughs) The Clippers are a team. The only thing I know about the L.A. Clippers is that Blake Griffin used to play for the L.A. Clippers, and I think. I had a heart attack the other day because I didn't realize L.A. had two teams. (laughs) (laughs) Because no one cares about the Clippers. Uh, Do they play at the same stadium? No, I think the Clippers have their own stadium. Honestly, I don't know. (laughs) And I don't play in a high school High school gym. Not to make assumptions, but I doubt any of our listeners know. Maybe like one or two. No. You're being rude. Yeah, but like, don't tell me, you know? Mm, You're being rude. (laughs) Sorry to whoever I offended that does know this information, but like, I don't want to know, so don't tell me. (laughs) I'll close my ears and I'll hum very loud. I will block you. (laughs) Anyway, can you talk about this like lady? Let's talk about this sport right here, the sport of politics. Damn. Also, the second primary debate is July 30th and 31st. That first one was a mess. 
a mess. People were talking Spanish out of nowhere. (laughs) I was like, what in the pandering is happening here? It was a mess. But I think it was so wild. I just don't even know what like candidates' intentions are. Like, are they trying to get like what what is winning a debate at this point, right? It's not the person with the most salient points. (laughs) It's like the person who gets the most retweets or like it's the most like attention, right? So it's like how yeah. I can see them all like trying to like stand out because there's so many people, you know? I mean, uh, it would have been better if they, I wouldn't have minded it being split into like three separate nights, but then that would have been like, people probably would have just not watched. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have watched even in threes. That's still a lot of people to listen to in a debate. Even when there's two, you, you can't really tell who's won or lost, you know? Because like, I think, Canons and politicians are really good at like wording things so you think something they're saying is like an actual point but you're just like oh they're just talking you know Uh, who won you know not to cut you off but you know who won that second debate who miss marianne williamson i knew you were gonna fucking say that (laughs) see i'm like that's how you it's like how do you win a debate now just be kind of ludicrous I went through her old tweets and I was like, why? This lady's actually made, make some points here. Let's hear her out. Oh my God. I'm so fucking scared about this election. Yeah, I am too. And if someone doesn't get it together and like stop speaking Spanish just for the <laughs> sake of speaking Spanish. Okay. You speak Spanish. Great. What are you actually going to do for Spanish speaking people? Also, if you're going to try to speak Spanish, you have to be, hella, like, fluent, you know? Yes. Like, if you want to be in a debate and talk, like, make points, then you the, there's, like, an expectation, you know? And then also, only speaking maybe one language, you can make your full point. Oh, God. This second they debate is going to be just as messy. all of it. <laughs> no, yes. it's, like, I don't know why he had to go, like, and say in both languages i don't understand <sighs> i don't know white men never cease to surprise me actually they do but then i'm just like well <laughs> here we are here we are yeah okay so focusing on a candidate we're going to talk about kirsten gillibrand do you know anything about her um do i know anything? no i've known nothing well, Miss Gillibrand is 52, which is considered pretty young, I think, for someone to be running for president. I think the oldest Democrat is Sanders, right? Running? I think so. And then Biden, I think, might be the second oldest. And then Elizabeth Warren is pretty much up there, too. But, you know, you know how I feel about Miss Warren. Anyway, okay. Yes, I know. So Kirsten Gillibrand is a New York senator, and she's running on the slogan, which is, now is our time to fight for America's values. Brave wins. And, you know, that kind of sentencing on, like, America's values, what are they, imperialism, capitalism, and slavery? Let's move on. Okay, so her priorities that she's running on is, one, restoring our values. Um, Two, fighting for women and families. Three, greeting corruption and greed, getting corruption and greed out of the government. Four, making the economy work for all of us. Five, keeping America safe. And she's actually one of the supporters of, uh, she was one of the first supporters of the New Green Deal. Um, She says things like, you know, uh, if you go to her website, you can pretty much read all this, but we need to rejoin the Paris Climate Change Agreement make universal healthcare reality, keep families together and fix our broken immigration system, restore the Voting Rights Act, enact automatic voter registration to every 18-year-old, expand access to online registration, which I think you made this point before, Andy, when we've talked about elections. You said that we need more access to online registration. So perhaps you could, like, run for office? (laughs) Perhaps, perhaps. I think that I would win a debate. I think you would too (laughs) considering what we've seen you definitely would win no I would just try to scat or something you know (laughs) and people would be like oh my god her mind (laughs) you know like I gotta get the attention 
people would go through your tweets and be like, she gets it. <laughs> she knows. No, no, they would be like livid. I forgot what I tweeted. I've tweeted some stupid shit recently. It's okay. I, t- I tweeted, do you remember those orange Altoid? Yeah. I tweeted what I would do to let these fuck up my mouth just one more time. Ooh, those were rough, but man, they were good. They were so good. They don't make them like that anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Too many people died. People died? Probably. I mean, like, later on in life, you know? Not from yeah, those Altoids. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they, were, they were killing people. Too many people died. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. So Kirsten Gillibrand also says that we need to make Election Day a federal holiday, which I completely agree. Same. Same. It needs to be a federal holiday. And that means literally nothing should be open. No malls, no fast food places. Shut everything down. If the government can stop on federal holidays, so can your local McDonald's. Damn. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, I agree. Good. Okay. Um, Kirsten Gillibrand also says that we need more LGBTQ equality, which would be undoing Trump's policies and defend civil rights of LGBTQ Americans. Co-sponsor. She is the co-sponsor of the Equality Act, which is an act to create federal protections from discrimination for LGBTQ Americans, which would involve housing, employment, credit, education, public spaces. Um, And she would also direct the Department of Justice to consider gender identity and sexual orientation a protected class. And I think I mentioned this when we were talking about Pose. I was like, there are no sort of federal regulations that protect trans women. So this is a really good like policy that she is running on. I mean, but politicians make a lot of promises. So anyway. Right. (laughs) Right. I mean, but it sounds all great on paper, but it would be, yeah great to see um how she prioritizes all of these things too right right exactly also is like it gonna pass in the senate mm-hmm. huh. yeah um, we'll see but it's like there's just so many things on the table right now where it's like damn i don't know what you would do when you get into office like what is your like your one thing but i think everyone every politician when they like become president they want to have their one thing that they pass within the first 90 days that's like kind of historic you know and like obama mm-hmm had health care. I don't know, like, kind of what, I, it would be kind of interesting to see, like, what, I, everyone says, like, a million things, but what's your one thing? Because <laughs> realistically, you're probably only going to get one thing, and then you're going to piss the other side off so bad. Yeah, that is true. Um, you know what? Someone, I was watching with my family, the debates on vacation, because that's mm-hmm. what we do, Nerd. and someone made a good point where they were like, a lot of these people would just make really good cabinet members i don't know why they're running for president and i was like yeah you're right actually (laughs) they should refocus and like just you know try to gun for a cabinet position because that would be a lot more helpful than them actually maybe that's what they're doing maybe maybe what they're doing they're gonna make it make it good with one of whoever gets elected and then try to be on the cabinet secretary of state marianne williamson jesus christ <laughs> no, oh my god, I can't I can't live like this. I can't. No. She's just so loony. I love her, but I can't. Okay, 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 okay. Um, Gillibrand also wants to ensure health insurance plans do not single out and exclude treatments for transgender patients. She wants to work to combat the disproportion disproportionately high rates of homelessness in LGBTQ people address institutional racism and policies to combat it, which is like, that's a reach. I think Mm -hmm. you want to fight institutional racism and create policies. You're going to have to change the whole goddamn system. Also, that's just like a really broad thing to say. Right. Like very broad. It's like, like you said, it's kind of like every facet of America. So where are you going to start? What what area are you going to start in and how are you going to? <sighs> That's a dream. That is dreaming big. I'm mean, Anyway, it's kind of like a Christmas list if your parents are like, what do you want? <laughs> yeah. Like, that's like what every politician's policies are. <laughs> yeah. Anything in the world. <laughs> 
I want to address institutional racism. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, she wants to fix the criminal justice system by legalizing weed at a federal level and expunge past rec- records, which good luck with that. Let's see. She also wants to fight for women and families, which would include affordable child care, universal pre-K, $15 minimum wage, equal pay for equal work, combat maternal um, mortality crisis with the Moms Act, paid family leave, protect women's rights and access to health care, etc. So she doesn't, I think I mentioned this um, when we first started the talk about the Democratic candidates that she doesn't receive money from PACs and super PACs, um, which is like a big thing, I guess, when it comes to politicians and like running for office. Um, I don't really see that happening, getting PACs and super PACs out of politics. But, you know, like I said, dream big. What else do we have here? She wants to create sustainable jobs and reward work, tackle economic inequality, like I said, raise wages, reverse Trump's tax plans that give massive corporations tax cuts, which I think a few other Democrats want to do that as well. I know Elizabeth Warren had mentioned that in her policies um, when we covered her. Let's see, affordable college, community college. A lot of the Democrats are running on like the same policies. So nothing is necessarily standing out that is making me like, yes, this is our person. Um, Keeping America safe, which means securing our borders effectively, but also make it loud and clear that racism and fear is not part of a national security strategy in gun violence, academic. And that's pretty much, you know, just everyone, literally everything that's like good and makes sense. But is this realistic that's going to happen while you're president? Absolutely not, because you're going to have to do undo so much shit that Trump is doing already and has done. Yeah, that, I mean, it's like a pipe dream, but also probably it's a pipe dream of her winning the nomination. So might as well put it all on. Now, she would make a good secretary of state. What are her, what's her like past? Like, what did she do in her past job wise? She was a senator of New York. Mm. She was a okay. senator. There was some other stuff. I don't know. Um, I was just focusing on like her policies. Yeah. I don't know what other. I don't know her resume. Okay, but you got to look at the resume to get the job. Do you? Yeah. Because, I mean, Sorry. look at the current yeah. person. That's true. That's true. That's true. Ever since this man became president, when I look at, like, different jobs and when other people are, like, talking about job hunting, I go, look at the president. You can literally do anything. Anything. Literally. Get any do not job. feel that you are underqualified to do anything. Okay. <laughs> Please. I guess the bar has been lowered, which might be a good thing. Let's, the let's bar is, doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> the bar is like a, a twig. <laughs> the bar is a leaf that has been stepped on. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I mean, that's Kirsten Gillibrand. You can visit her website. Um, oh, man, I just threw the note card in the air. KristenGillibrand.com if you want to read Yeah, I'm sure no one offers that URL. <laughs> but yeah the democratic the next one primary debate is july 30th and 31st and apparently this billionaire guy is going to be there now so we're going to see him also who was the guy he better who was the guy who was just standing there this i think it was a second debate he was just standing there smiling like a creep oh yeah 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 yeah. who was that I don't remember. But yeah, I definitely saw that. I'm like, is this man just going to stand there like a robot the whole time? Is he, is he okay? malfunctioning? Yeah. Not Does he okay. need to be turned off and on again? What's happening? It's a Westworld spinoff. Oh, God. Now that's something I'd watch. No, shut up. Get out of here. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it for like the... for Kirsten Gillibrand. Um... That's all I have to say. I can't wait to go watch Stranger Things finale now. Go watch it. Go watch that last episode and uh, tell me what you think. 
Also, really excited to see The Lion King, which comes out soon. Bam, bam, bam. Next week, we will continue our pose chat because this previous week, there was no pose episode. But tonight, July 9th, right? Because it comes on on Tuesdays, there will be a new episode. And if they kill Miss Candy, I riot. Not yet. It'll happen in due time. (laughs) I'm going to riot. It's not Candy, though. All right. If anyone that I care about dies on that show. It'll be Blanca. Don't you dare speak that into existence. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. I just um, have to be ready. No, no. Don't even think, don't think like that. Whatever. All right. I mean, that's pretty much it. So thank you so much for listening. Keep all comments, opinions, and concerns inside Cheers. the vehicle at all times. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to hear them. We don't want to hear it. And uh, bye. I guess I'll go listen to the Little Mermaid soundtrack now. Oh my god, you're obsessed. Gross. You say like it's a bad thing. I'm just like not a Disney girl, but I'm gonna watch all of this shit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're a Disney girl. Whatever. Get out of here. I gotta go. <laughs> See you next week. Bye. In the Rotation is produced and hosted by Cecilia McDonald and Andrea Sandoval. Edited by Cecilia McDonald. We get digital content oversight from Angie Mara. The music that you're hearing is Too Soon by Diamond Ace. You can listen to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. Bye.